Yo, welcome back to the Rambler Viking Podcast, where we have another episode of the NFC Least this week. We're going to be talking about all the exciting things, the QB carousel that we are as a division, and much, much more. We got Connor in the house, as always, here to talk some fun stuff, bring us a random story that we don't know anything about, and let's just jump into the worst division potentially in NFL history, but definitely this year by far. Connor, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, within a game and a half of uh, the lead, and I'm not just talking about the Giants. I'm now talking about everyone who's not mm. the Eagles. Mm. That's what I need. That's just what we need right there. Beautiful. So, feeling good. Oh, yeah. Burgers. Yeah, man. Feeling real good. So, uh, I'll, I'll give you dealer's choice here. Who do we start with, game-wise? Um... Well, I think uh, I think we got to start with the uh, with the Duper Bowl. Ah, with yeah, Duper Bowl, Bowl number four, right? Four, maybe five. Mm-hmm. Five. We might have had one at the start of the year that we didn't count as Duper Bowl because we hadn't thought of that yet. Oh, we weren't even in this yet. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. It's not fair. Fake news. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, we'll go Giants football team. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Giants won twenty three twenty. So now. For those of you keeping track at home, the Giants have two wins. They're two wins, both against football team. So that's a pretty fun thing. Um, Daniel Jones somehow this week did not have a turnover. He didn't have a fumble or a pick. Dead gimmick. Maybe the reason they won? Uh, who knows? Um, he wasn't even the leading rusher. Like He only rushed for four yards, and he rushed six times. So things are cooking Whoa. up in a very anti-NFC least way for the Giants rushing attack. I mean, no one was just crazy. It's just it wasn't your not super athletic quarterback leading the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Football team, though, is where the real story is. Uh, Our bland boy, Kyle Allen, he, I, I think we talked about it before, Pod. We're pretty sure Alex Smith may have passed on the curse to him. It's kind of like the person who leaves the party first and then something crazy awesome happens right after he leaves just because he left early. You know, you call him the blitz, but it's kind of the, uh, it's kind of the same situation here. Like, yeah, the kid who left the party and right after he left the whole, all of a sudden cops showed up and said, Hey, you guys are doing good. Keep it up. Like that doesn't happen only after the blitz leaves. Yep. So it's the same kind of thing. Alex Smith returns and that's whenever Kyle Allen goes down with a lower leg injury and has now needing season ending surgery. He has passed on that curse. You know, to to use quarterback terms, it was a handoff. Yes. Yeah. It's a handoff. Um, Alex Smith came in really did well for the least of us. I mean, he had Mm -hmm. one touchdown, Three interceptions. Mm. I mean, he somehow twice I thought football team was going to come back and win that game, and he gave it away not once but twice in the last two minutes. That's really what I'm good talking stuff. About. Really, I really got good. sacked twice for 22 yards. That's pretty dang good. Yeah, you're averaging was- 11 yards a sack. That's good. Ooh. 
That means yeah. you are like deep. You're in a five step drop at the back of your drop and mm-hmm. smash. There's no, oh, I stepped up into the pocket and he bull rushed my lineman and then I kind of fell over and only lost three yards. You were losing 11 yards a sack. Yep. That's talent. Yeah. yeah. It's just tough because Alex Smith was bringing football team storming back. I mean, at halftime, Giants led it 20 to 3. Giants Ooh. ended up 23 to 20. They scored three points in the whole second half and nearly lost because football team. But then they won because football team. Because the Duper Bowl. Hey, the big note off the top for me that I came away with was I know we predicted what we predict like a 17 to 19 or like a 15 15 to 18 because we were like, it's going to be an awkward score. It was a normal score, 23 20. Those are both very achievable. Those are not the normalist of numbers, though. Let's, no. Let's understand no. that. <laughs> no. They're not 15 That's two 18, touchdowns and four. But no, it's not 15 They are 18. strange. They are weird. 20, I feel like 20s, because 20 is two touchdowns and two field goals. Like, sure. That's, yeah. that's that people. That just doesn't happen that. that much outside of Duper Bowl. No. We are, no. We are really poisoned with our normal scores. <laughs> that's what we have to remember. That's not we a are. score that happens. Hardly ever. This is normal like, for us. Yes. It's right in the wheelhouse for us. Normal for normal would be like 21-24, right? Three oh, yeah. touchdowns Absolutely. and then win by a field goal. Yes. This is everyone scored two <laughs> touchdowns. And then one team scored one more field goal after that. Yep. <laughs> that. Yep. So it it was like who can kick more field goals? Yep. I love it. It's the duperest among us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex Smith really came in strong. I mean, after passing the curse of the broken leg to uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Allen, just being like, nope, your turn, which I'm trying to figure out, you know, who feels worse in that situation? Does Alex feel worse for being like, oh, crap, did I pass that on? Or is Kyle more pissed that he's like, hold on, you mean to tell me I dislocate my ankle like a month after I am teammates with this jack who who broke his leg and almost died because of infections and had to have 17 surgeries As of right now i'm gonna say kyle allen feels worse because he's, he's having surgery mm, yep yep definitely and alex is now a starting quarterback yep which Until on that gets pulled for dwayne haskins i'm actually not gonna oh the re-return oh my which riverboat ron at that point is saying like this is all i got left can I, can How I does sign? this happen to me? Like, honestly, I think if it got to that point, you would. You, so actually, at the point we're at, you know what we'll see? You'll see some trick plays that that where they have a couple either receivers or tight ends who throw a pass. And oh, for sure. It's not a trick play to try and win the game. It's a trick play to scout maybe our next quarterback if Alex goes down. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Because I mean, we, you're. As I'll bring up in the next game, I think the, the Cowboys actually have a receiver who may be their most competent quarterback. But that's as it turns out, I think you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, biggest takeaways from this, like we, uh, like you already covered, was Alex Smith really helping us out going to one to three. Uh-huh. Which we can we can do a quick stat update. We're going to do highlights, you know, because it's too much to go through all the stats. But just quick update on that note, since we're on touchdowns and interceptions, we're approaching. The Cowboys are still, uh, they're the only ones 
they're still positive by too much. The the football team is closing that, but we're 41 and 36 as a division touchdowns to interception. So we're well on our way to hopefully oh, yeah. getting to that one to one five hundred, and then hopefully negative as the NFC least. But I, I don't really have any more takeaways on this game. It was it was it was a classic Duper Bowl. It was. It was everything you Nothing. want in a Duper Bowl. It really was. Terrible yeah. play, close game, confusing ending. <laughs> and all in all, disappointing for your normal fan. But if you're us, I oh, was yeah. sitting there. I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is what the doctor ordered right here. Uh-huh. Everything is I really thought the they would come all the way back, especially after the first Jabril Peppers interception with a mm-hmm. minute 50 left. Yeah. They got the ball back and were driving again. I really thought they were going to get a game-ending field goal to tie it up and take this thing to overtime. But Alex Smith decided he wanted to be the least of us. Yeah. The most least way that could have ended would have been a tie because the Giants need a win to be in real contention. Yeah. And it would have just been so confusing. But we can move on from that game. I think everyone's heard enough on that. Let's do. So we can go to what was supposed to be a beatdown turned into trap game. Steelers Cowboys 24 to 19. Maybe they found Uh a secret weapon in uh, we're not using the term string anymore to refer to where they are in the depth chart, because at this point they are um, at so many quarterbacks deep where it's just next in line. It's just a big old number. You just give them a number, right? Platoon system. Mm. A platoon system. Yeah, right. Not a string, just a platoon. Like, yeah, we got, we send these guys and then we send Mm. these guys and these guys over here show up. Yeah, it's, it's just always rotating, always showing up. It's it's not you're not in a straight line like no. preschool where you're all holding the rope and no, when, no, no. when the kid in front of you goes, "Oh, now I'm at the front of the line." No, no, no. This is this is squad right here, platoon. So, yep. What do you what do you got for us on this game? Well, like you said, 24-19, Steelers came back and won. Man, they shouldn't have. They Steelers scored 15 points in the fourth quarter to come back Jimmy. and win this game. Um Here's the thing. The Cowboys started someone named Garrett Gilbert. (laughs) No, nothing. No standing ovation. Yeah, that's good. Um, He went, he played at Texas and SMU in the post Colt McCoy era. He transferred from Texas, from Texas while they were in the post Colt McCoy era. I don't know who was after Colt McCoy, but Garrett Gilbert, attempted to be that person and couldn't transferred out of Texas to SMU. Remember SMU, that team that got the death penalty like 30 years ago and hasn't been good since until this year, awkwardly, but like literally it took them 30 years to recover and have, they have been irrelevant so bad at the marquee program that that Texas is for that state. You know, that's the other half of the red river rivalry, you know, that, that, won a national championship and you know that produced Vince Young and so many people transferred out of that to go to SMU because he thought I am better off at SMU than Texas. Yes. So anyway, he actually didn't just play terrible, terrible. He was 21 of 38, one touchdown, one interception. So he kept it even much appreciated. A side note on uh, Gilbert. I have a great uncle who has named, who has said every dog or animal that he is, or even little kid that he's pet or pat on the back at all in my entire life 
He has named them all Gilbert. Oh my gosh. That's the little stat- kid walks by, taxed it on the back. Uh, what are you doing, Gilbert? Dog walks up, wants to treat. He's like, Oh, you want to treat Gilbert? Everyone is Gilbert. And it cracks me up that this is now a starting quarterback for the Cowboys, is Gilbert. I want to play a cool sound right here and say that and highlight that as the statistics slash fact of the night and episode. <laughs> I don't have anything queued up though, and I'm not confident that what I would pull up would be right. So just know, just picture in your mind, superimpose on the screen, stat of the night. <laughs> Connor's grandpa has called every kid slash dog he's come in contact with animal, actually, Gilbert. Yep. And yep. Gilbert is now a starter for the Dallas Cowboys, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw this. So they were talking about Garrett, Garrett Gilbert and other random named person who is their other quarterback and didn't even mention Danucky, our boy. I know. Which He's means gone. he he did he get released or is he just uh, relegated to practice squad? They straight up said, we're done with you. We're signing two fresh spaces. Oh. I think. They just sent him back to wherever he's from, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, the Amish. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he's working the loom. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it was kind of interesting because the Cowboys really probably should have won this game. They were leading throughout the game. And whenever you think about it, it's super interesting to me. The Steelers, they're 8-0, but they have looked really not that good in most of their games. Then on top of that, I went and looked, this was supposed to be their original bye week before the Mm. Titans went and coveted it up and ruined that because, and then last week was the Ravens is when, who the Steelers played. Mm. So they were supposed to be coming off of win versus the Ravens have a bye week to recuperate and then go play. But instead you have, Coming off the Ravens, now we're going to play the two and seven Cowboys who are starting someone named Gilbert. That is the most precipitous and perfect trash game recipe I have ever heard. Yeah. Everything about this was trap. Yes. And and now we now know, I got an update like an hour ago, that, a, that they the Steelers think Ben was playing on not one, but two injured knees. Yep. In that game. Classic Big Ben. They set a franchise record. They've never, the Steelers apparently have never gone 8 0. They've gone 7 0. Oh. And they won the Super Bowl when they did that, like in the yep. 80s, I think. They mentioned it on the 70s. broadcast, but 70s, sorry. Um, yeah, so they, they set a record. Ben <laughs> was playing on hurt knees. Like, you can't get more trap game than this. And they still managed to win, which hats off to the Cowboys, no pun intended there for really leasing it out and allowing an epic comeback like that on a team who really had no business winning that game. So, yep. because that was, that was really something else. And I will say this, that the tattoo, the tattoo and hairstyle curse that Zeke has are really, really coming to fruition. 18 carries, 51 yards, 2.8 as an average. Tony Pollard was their man tonight. He had nine carries for 57 yards. He was averaging six yards a carry. So really, really paying off well in in FC lease terms for Zeke there. Um, Really just kind of following his way down the ranks in the running backs this season. I think so. And this leads me right into who I am am going to select for our our inaugural 
uh, NFC least player of the week. Ooh. I am going to pick not Ezekiel Elliott, but an ex Oklahoma Sooner. He used to play quarterback for the Sooners. He had his own package called the Belldozer Package. That's right, Blake Bell. He now plays tight end for the Cowboys. Last year, he played tight end for the Chiefs and won a Super Bowl. This year, here we go. This game against the Steelers, he had one reception for negative four yards. It does not get leaster than that. Oh, how the mighty have leasted. <laughs> that was incredible. I was on the game page, and when you said when, – when I heard that, I was like, I knew who you were talking about, and I was like – where is he pulling this out of his butt from? And and then and then I scroll down and I was like, okay, that he's got to be at the bottom of the receiving list. And I saw that one for negative four, and I was like, well played, well played, nice job, well, yeah. Which and great segue too. So, in the spirit of the NFC least and all things least on these podcast episodes. We are now going to bring our NFC least player of the week. And you guessed it, they are going to the player who we f- who we felt leasted the most and the best. So you said Blake Bell, <clears throat> and I think uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> selection. Good and candidate, I'm actually right? going to throw a real curveball in here. Okay. And I think you'll like this for two reasons, and you'll understand why. So. I'm going to pivot away from my initial pick from the football team. And I'm Uh actually going to give the player of the week. Get ready for this. The player of the week, the NFC least player of the week goes to the Philadelphia Eagles for being so arrogant as to have a bye week. When you are a part of the (laughs) NFC least, as you got it from the title in last week's episode, we don't deserve bye weeks. You are this bad. You are record setting bad. You do not deserve a bye week. You are the tune up game. You are in a lot of ways, a bye week for good teams. They can take uh-huh. it off. Their starters can sit in most of the second half, get rest, and but they still get their reps in that week. Philadelphia Eagles collectively as a team, and this is coming from an Eagles fan here. I, I told you like this for two reasons. One, it's off the wall. Two, I'm trashing my own team even more than we already am. Than I already am. And we already doing, am. Keep going. I'm leasting so hard right now. I can't. You can't even keep up. My my mouth can't function properly. I might be having a mild stroke, but it's really just leased. Don't call the ambulance. The Philadelphia Eagles, the most arrogant team in the NFC least right now, shooting their winning percentage up in the 40 percentile. Everyone else is wallowing down in the 20 percentiles, and they're shot up in the 40 percentile, trying to get to 500. Who do you think you are? You contributed absolutely nothing to the NFC least this week. You sat around. You kept your win percentage at 42.9. You kept your touchdown to interceptions at 12 to 12. You kept all of that. We didn't lose. We didn't add a loss to the loss column in this division. We didn't get any more penalties. We didn't throw any more interceptions, fumble anymore. We didn't injure anybody else. People got healthy? No, I don't think so. This is not okay. We can't shape up to look like a good football team because that's not what we're about this year. This division as a whole is committed. We are nine weeks deep in the season, and we are committed to being the worst. You can't take a week off from that. You are the worst. You have to keep contributing week after week after week. And that means every team from here on out that gets their bye week 
is going to be trashed and looked down upon. They should relinquish their bye week to another team, maybe someone like the Steelers, right? Eagles should have relinquished their bye week to the Steelers, had another Duper Bowl for the fun of it, just to just to watch each other, see who can basically stumble the, the, the least here and stay standing. Potential for a tie to watch? You mean we get another Duper Bowl weekend? Come on now. That's my selection for NFC okay. Player of the Week. All right, that's good. I like it. And so, you know, the Cowboys are on by this week. And then the Giants are on by the week after. Mm-hmm, so exactly. you Disgraceful. have a few more things to get to be upset about as we go forward. Now, I'm not going to cop out, though, and just give it to that team. Every This was this was a one-off, an actual yeah, player. Because, I, I assume so. Because it's lost its, it's lost its comedic value at this point. Yeah, no, it's over now. You, you really ran it. You wrung <laughs> that whole wet wash rag for everything it had right there, and I think that's all we have. I wanted I, to make sure. Though. I enjoyed it. What's the line from the movie? Leave no doubt. And that's what I want to do, especially when it's on my own team, right? People might be thinking, oh, I'm just playing a character. No, I meant that, and I mean that. <laughs> all right? Real quick, Gus. Let's just hmm. uh, go. I'm going to go ahead and throw this question out to you. Uh, would you rather uh, have lions or uh, rivers? Rivers, 100%. Okay, so here's our non-football football topic of the least NFC sort of division of this week. We have, which college course would each team be? Oh, my gosh. I'll lead it off with Philly since we've been talking about Philadelphia. Oh my I'm gosh. thinking an anatomy class. <laughs> uh, Gus, you took kinesiology in college, so you know you would know a better, more precise course. But they have so no. many different injury examples and body movements and things that don't work when they should. It's something like that, is it not? You can tell me the you're, exact You're in course. the right direction, but I'm, we're going to pinpoint this. I took a class. It is treatment of athletic injuries. There you go. So you learn, like, the <laughs> basics of athletic training. Like, oh, here's how to tape ankles. Here's how to diagnose certain injuries. Here's how to splint uh-huh. something. They are that class, treatment of athletic injuries. Okay. Or, I think it's like treatment of sports injuries, but it's yeah, it is. I knew you'd have the exact one mm-hmm. for me on that Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and go get New York out of the way. Um, it doesn't work quite as well because they won this week and I had had this one, this segment, uh, pre pre planned and done a, a week or two back, but I'm going with uh, music appreciation because you think it's just going to be a stupid blow off class that'll, you know, it's the st- team that'll win a few games, but whatever. I mean, you're not learning and it's not like they're going to make the playoffs, but you know, you'll have some fun, whatever. It's no biggie. But then when you get into the class and you realize, Holy crap, this is terrible. The professor is super tough and has long form essays about music theory every single week so instead of getting to watch saquon barkley do a few cool things that while the giants go like you know six and ten and you know in the class you're listening to some cool jazz music instead you're stuck with daniel jones being the leading rusher for the season while you write five thousand word essay over the evolution of history of the half note (laughs) just strike you down when you think it's going to be easy no pressure just whatever and it's awful i'm with that (laughs) 
I was going to say, I I have a personal example where I took a class similar to that and it was, it was mandatory because it was, it was required. So our college could remain accredited with a certain national organization. (laughs) Mandatory. You ready for this? It was a semester long CPR and first aid class. You know, that class and certification you can get on a Saturday, like morning slash afternoon, like a six hour class. You can and it's oh. and you can go and renew it. We had to take it for a semester. And this yeah. guy, super, and it was an 8 a.m. class. And uh-huh. he was his name, his last name was Post, too. And he was so enthusiastic about CPR and first aid. I am 95% sure that my wife had to take the exact same mm-hmm. class. Ask her about it. I am. It was, I remember her saying some things like that. It's been a while now, but and, I am almost positive. And everyone in the class talked to not the professor, but like the dean and like people yeah. in in our college, and was like, "But what if I'm already CPR cert and first aid certified?" They said, "Doesn't matter. It, it's a part of the program and it's accredited. And if you want oh, to be official." And then people said, "What if I just went and got my CPR certification?" <laughs> And they were like, no, it's accredited. You had to take oh, it. Oh, brutal. Yeah, but. it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, this is a blow-off. I can just get this easy and just be done with it. Nope. You're stuck mm-hmm. watching it. You're all semester long. All right. So now we'll move on. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. On this one, my description for it is I, I only have one sentence. So Washington <laughs> football team, I have... Does it not have to be U.S. history? Oh, all I have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> literally all I have. Yep. So no I think set. we should just move on because that's no all I got. But team next. <laughs> all right, and then finally Dallas, and I'm thinking some sort of psychology class where you learn about perception versus reality. Because the perception of this team, even when you're looking at it on paper, at this point, minus quarterback, this is a good team. But in reality, it is not. I don't know the exact title of the class, but it's some sort of psychology class because, I mean, I think it has no choice but to be. Do you not think so? There is no accredited psychologist in the world that can classify and label what the Cowboys have psychologically done this season by what mm-hmm. you just described. Yeah. Yep. It is North pole, South pole expectation versus reality right now. And there's exactly. no good rhyme or reason. There's no clear path to like, Oh yeah, no. here's how you connect them. Nope. Mm-mm. Cause you could say, mm. now you could say Dak got hurt, but he, he wasn't hurt. For the first five weeks, and they were still had one win. They were and still. And it was only against the Giants? No, they had two wins, Giants mm-hmm. and Falcons. So, and, those, and the, that's my, uh, that's my, that's my run through. I love it. Love it. Keep it coming. That was, in, <laughs> that was, I was so ready for that. I needed that. That was awesome. <clears throat> I guess we move on to uh, predictions for next week. Uh, before we do that, yes, we're going to okay. do a quick, tiny stat break, which is brought to you uh-huh. by our sponsor. Today's episode sponsor is 
our day jobs because we don't make money doing this. Not at all. And credit to Connor on that idea for that sponsor. And we appreciate them. Everything they do for us, putting bread on the table so that we can dick around and make these type of podcasts. Exactly. So now for a few just notable stats. One thing is we, I think we by far have the most quarterbacks started slash played than any division in that nine in total. Only the Eagles and the Giants still have had the same quarterback since week one. Everyone else, which the other two teams have had, the Cowboys are up to four. Football uh-huh. team. Well, three? They've had three. Yeah, you got Haskins, Allen, and Smith. They've had three in total. So the Cowboys are clearly decided to get on the carousel train, the QB carousel, and out the football team. Which I will say, in a, on a general note, the Cowboys have really stepped it up the last few weeks in really yes. losing. Their completion percentage is down in the low 60s. Excellent. Uh, they're still killing it in fumbles and turnover ratio, penalties. You know, things like that. Their sacks are up to par now. Like, they're only 12-8 and touchdown interception. But um, overall, overall, we are now below league average on our completion percentage, 62.3. They got a deck down. We ran out of the – they ran out of deck juice. (laughs) They did. Our rating is also back – is falling down. So right now, the it's the football team who's the only one that needs to get it on the program. Everyone's in the 70s except them. We're at 77.5 collectively. So feels real good, and yep. we are we're nine and tw- nine twenty four and one as a division twenty eight percent twenty eight percent win percentage, looking real good. So that's just our quick little stat update. Couple highlights there. You know, yeah, we're everyone's still leasting pretty good. No one's got really any signs of of letting up now. So we can we can go ahead and move on to predictions. Right. Okay, uh, first game up, we have football team versus Lions. This is a oh. good revenge game for Adrian Peterson. Oh, that's awkward. Technically never played for football team, but he did play for Washington. He did play for the Redskins, but mm. he's not played for the football team. Nope. How does that work? How does that become revenge? I don't know. We won't worry about it. That's crazy. Stuff to tell. That's crazy. That's what it we is. have. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, we have to say Lions will win. I guess I think yeah. I did. I think I read that uh, uh, Matthew Stafford is is back and fully playing again. Yeah, so he was on COVID for a little while doing that he, whole thing. Yeah, he 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 got smacked by the kung flu, but he's back. He's he's recovered. Yeah, he's so. returned. So I guess we'll go. I don't know. Lions twenty, Washington thirteen. Mm, I like it. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make one audit though, one edit, I should say. I'm gonna go twenty to twelve. Okay. I I just I, I really like to play the awkward score game. Yeah. You know, twelve's like a real it. weird score. That's like four yeah. field goals four or field that's goals. a, a or extra points. No extra points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where they go for two on one and then they miss the extra yeah. point or something. You know, or they miss the first extra point and they, then they the have to go for, two. go for two. Yep. Right, and that's that's the kind of thing I'm feeling. All right, um, I like it. I want to add to your prediction. Do you predict? Do you predict that they that Alex Smith? This is this is going to be our. I guess we can call them prop bets for lack of a better term. Sure. What do you think about Alex Smith playing the entirety of the game, or do they oh. do, do they do they does the carousel turn, and we see no choice, no other choice than Haskins come in? I think. We might see the carousel turn again. 
The Lions' defense is nothing, so <laughs> they'll probably do very poorly on offense, the football team will. So, yeah, Carousel will probably turn. Yes. Yes. I want to see Riverboat Ron clenching his fist because he has no other choice than to start Dwayne Haskins, who he literally wants to get rid of. Badly. Literally wants to get rid of. Awesome. Cool. I'll take that, too. We'll side on that. So if they don't turn, okay. um, we each lose – 7,000 points that don't yeah. mean anything and aren't even real. So, yeah. next. Perfect. All right. Then we have Duper Bowl 5 or 6. <laughs> we have Giants Eagles. Oh, man. Smackdown. Are we going to have and, another 80 yard non touchdown uh, score? Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know <laughs> if I can. Oh. Dude, it's so soon. It's been, but not that again. It's been two weeks. If it, if they had had more of a break, but it's just like, oh no, it just happened. Oh, okay. Well, um, if the game is three quarters long, I say Giants win (laughs) seventeen to four. But if the game is four quarters, I say uh, Eagles win eighteen seventeen. Three quarters and seventeen to four. Look, they couldn't ask. Just where I'm at with it. Hey, hey, and you are on point with it because they couldn't, have, they couldn't have asked. They couldn't have asked to, to, to like, for, to make it any easier for football team to come back and win that last week, nope. or at least tie it. And football team said, "Nope, no, thank you. We'll sir. outdo you." <laughs> They're like, watch this interception under two minutes ago. And the Giants are like, oh, yeah? Here's the ball back. Take it back. <laughs> and the football team's like, no, we don't want it. Interception. Get this like, swell out of my face. Oh, I'm going to – I love that prediction too hard to not take it because that's how the Eagles have been. They will – they'll get a safety on, like, the first drive and feel so good and then fall apart fall apart and then probably not get that other safety to like the end of the third. And yeah, then they just, we just snapped it over the punter said, that's all <laughs> right at the end of the third. And that's what shifts the whole momentum into the fourth. And then the Eagles are like, Oh, it's fourth quarter. Oh, we were actually trying to win. Let's do this. Let's do and it. The Giants are like, it's fourth quarter. Let's go take a break boys. Everybody, we our job here is done. Let's go home. Play man up three deep. Oh, fourth <laughs> quarter, and, so just, then, and just have their way. So then, fourth quarter, what would it have to be? Eagles score, go for two. That gets them to twelve. Then they score again to end the game. And so you don't have they, to kick the point after. So you just no 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 no, no no. They they score. They go for two. Uh huh. To get up. Because if they go for two, they're up by a field goal, right? So a field goal won't win it. Sure. Sure. So, so yeah. they go for two, don't get it, but there's only like 40 seconds left and the Giants. Oh, yeah. That, there's no way we're doing anything with that. Exactly. We get exactly. We Daniel Jones gets sacked down, like there's twice. There's a holding and then he gets sacked. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and then he gets sacked again and it's just like, oh, well, that was anticlimactic. Kind of like yep. the Cowboys last drive. Yeah, exactly. You get it. I'll take it. 17 to four through three quarters, 18-17. Mm-hmm. 
final time. You know, one thing that we're going to, we're going to play the circle back game here because here on the NFC lease podcast, there are no rules. And when you're leasing, guess what? You forget some key points that you wanted to bring up earlier in the conversation and have to come back to them. Sure. That doesn't sound like the NFC least. I don't know what does. I love having these low expectations on myself because I can do whatever I want. We didn't talk about how the Cowboys best potential QB is probably that receiver who I think has now thrown two touchdown passes Oh, on yeah. trick plays, or at least he's thrown some successful passes. And it's like, Oh, you do it once you do one trick play, but then you do another and he's throwing dimes and they like replayed it pregame. And I was like, honestly, they're probably like, why didn't they just be like, Hey bro, you want to shift over to shift over and come back and play take, QB? You want to take a few steps? They ran wildcat 18 times two weeks ago. So might as well at a certain point, talk about beating a dead well. horse. So, anyways, Cowboys, what do you have to lose? You got Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert running the show. Yep. I did hear, though, that hmm. uh, after the bye week, the Red Rifle's back. Ooh, that's going to be so, interesting. That'll mean very little, um, but it'll mean something, <laughs> I suppose. And then, it just... I think, yeah, I think what we're stuck with now is figuring out the uh, power rankings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can try and power rank quarterbacks, but it's tough when you don't oh, know who's playing for half. That's the not a real thing. So I'm that just is... saying, just straight teams power rankings. Eagles somehow bide their way to still being at the top, unless we want to lower them down to two just for having a buy. Mm, but I think we yeah. have to keep them. We we they they're a game and a half up. As much as I want to, if they were only like a half game up, they would get relinquished yeah. immediately. And at this point, I'm afraid the Giants might be two. Mm. And then Cowboys, then football team, I guess. Or gonna, football team, then Cowboys. That's the one I'm going to go with. The Cowboys are proving to be so bad. I look, I know Gilbert came out and did some nice things, but they all around are still so bad. Play, he's not going to start next they week. Lo- they lost to weeks. a cripple and a cripple Steelers team. Like they were gassed from. Yep from having to take on Super Bowl contender Ravens, mm-hmm. their original bye week. So it's like when you plan to eat at five, but you don't end up eating until 7.30 and your body is sure. consistently eating at five. And so you're starving and feel like you want to yeah. die. Yeah. That's the state that they were playing in. Oh, and then Ben had two injured knees. Like the list, it's a laundry list, okay? Yeah. And the football team awkwardly, I think, has it together enough to at least semi be competitive half the time. And the Cowboys don't even look competitive anymore, really. Yeah, I'm fine. Either that or we can do Eagles one, Giants, Cowboys, and football team all tied for fifth. No, no. I'm fine no. with that too. If whatever you want to do. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Eagles, Giants. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go football team. I'm gonna go my high school team. Okay. I'm going to go, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to go your high school team. I'm I was going to say that might be the more better mm-hmm. alternative. I'm gonna no go, offense. No, none taken. You set national records. I, my high school team, the peewee team I played on in fourth grade, not, not oh. fifth or sixth, fourth grade. We were horrible. This hiking boot sitting on the floor in my room, mm-hmm. then the Dallas Cowboys feels like it might be a smidge of hyperbole but i'm down 
I just want yeah, to have fun I, I with it. I refuse to say her hyperbole correctly. So, no, not here on the least. That's why yeah, it's Denucky. Denucky and Hyperbole. Oh my gosh. Should the Duper Bowl? I just have a revelation. Stick with me here. Mm-hmm. Should we? Should we change it to the Hyper Bowl? A mispronounced word that sounds super cool, <laughs> but just means like exaggeration. I kind of like it. <laughs> Are we gonna rebrand like the football team? I think we should. We've already sold all the merch on Duper Bowl. Now it's time to sell all the merch on Hyper Bowl. We've had four weeks of Duper Bowl. Let's shift gears. Let's go Hyper Bowl. New merch. You can get it online. You know where to find it. Hyper Bowl. The Hyper first Bowl. Hyper Bowl is this weekend. Yep. And we're so excited. The inaugural Hyper Bowl. Mm, I love it. I love it. And I think we might have found a good title for this episode, which if you're listening to it, you already knew that. So it's fine. But closing comments, Connor. Closing comments are... I guess I hope the Giants win this week. So everybody's even more clustered together. But it feels unleashedest to hope for victory. So I'm in a strange, confused state. And I will be until Sunday. That's all. It, it equates to being an OU or OSU fan, falling on one of the sides of that fence. And then the, mm-hmm. and then the other team, your rival. So if you're an OSU fan, say OU is playing either a non-conference team or a team from Texas. And your initial reaction is, oh, I want OU to lose. I always want them to lose. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, wait a minute, that's Texas. I, I'm i Oklahoma in general first and then anti-Texas. So okay. I can cheer for OU because they're playing Texas. Same thing for out of conference, right? For me, it goes, it goes in, it goes, you know, my favorite team. And then it goes, then it goes, then it goes state slash conference. So it's like, if, say you know, OU's playing some SEC team. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna cheer for the Big Twelve team, right? And so that's kind of what you're going for, right? That conflicting feeling is like you don't want them to win because that's not leasting. But if they win, it really only mixes up our rankings that much more, right? Yes. And it really stays everybody's division and it'll confuse everybody. It confuses the, the, the tiebreaker because guess what? They are now one and one against each other. They split. Yeah. True. And so when it comes down to winning the division ultimately. And so that's where, when you said that, I was like, maybe there's this weird part of me, this, this outside my fandom part of me that is bought into the NFC least of this and wants yeah. to see it's strange. The giants win. It's more so I'd be okay with the giants winning. It's not because it's not going to hurt it's not going to hurt this program that no. is the NFC least, right? It's not going to yeah. hurt that as a division, but I think you're right. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, zooming out on the microscope a little bit there, but oh, it's, yeah. it's no, still, yeah. I think, I think no matter what, even, even once you like reason yourself through it, it's still super conflicting because everything oh, in yeah. your gut is like, no win. And you're like, but wait. Yeah. Cause then if, I mean, think about it. If the giants win, then they're at three wins Obviously, the Eagles are at three wins, mm-hmm. and it really just reinforces the point that the NFC least is actually the socialism of the NFL. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it, folks, because I got nothing better to say than that. That was wonderful. Connor, thank you for closing. As <laughs> always, make sure to send us all your thoughts, comments, uh, funny ideas to the rambling Viking at gmail.com or the new text line 580 678 9258. 
and we'd love to seriously get all any and all feedback. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening, and we will see you on next week's episode where we have yet we will have the second Hyper Bowl ever. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>